0: Welcome back to Splash, OF Tips Podcast. You know who it is. It's your girl, Splash. Back again with another podcast. I hope you ladies are enjoying my podcast. And if you are, please share with your friends. Leave me star reviews. Leave me comments on whatever streaming platform you're listening on. Today, I got a new audio recording from a content creator by the name of Princess P. She would love to share her OnlyFans journey, tips and tricks that's going to help you ladies, valuable information, and things she wish she knew before becoming a content creator. So we're going to listen to her story story. story today and I hope you ladies enjoy and thank you so much Princess P for sending in your audio today. So sit back, relax, and let's listen to her journey.
1: Okay, how to start an OnlyFans. Um, I have three tips Before you even get started Um, And I wish I had known this in advance because it would have helped me greatly one have a surplus of content ready to go and I mean two three hundred photos a dozen or more videos or at least clips because Life is going to get in the way You're going to get sick Um, Something's going to happen you're going to need that extra content. I have been on OnlyFans since July of 2020. And in the two plus years I've been there, the only time I ever post missed a day was when I had COVID. And I only missed one day. I have made sure to post. And I post every day. I do not miss days. I post every day. And since you can schedule posts on OnlyFans, you should never miss a day. You can sit on a Sunday night and post all of or schedule all of your posts for the week um, and not have to worry about that. So have a surplus. Make sure you have a good surplus of content ready to go. Two, taxes. You need to save a third of what you make for taxes. And maybe that doesn't affect the creators that make two or three hundred dollars. But if you're making a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars a month, you need to save a third of that for taxes. And as someone who did not realize that her first year, I'm still paying what I owe. So, and it is a third of your income that goes to your taxes. And three, be prepared for this to affect your mental health. In And it may be in the most obscure ways and things that you would never think of. I started my OnlyFans right before I turned 50. Um, I do not have self-esteem issues. I don't have self-confidence issues. I don't have any of that. But being on spicy sites will fuck with your head in ways that you don't expect. Even those of us that don't have any... I don't know how to put it because I don't know how to explain how it affected me. It's only fans is a drain mentally and emotionally and physically and people don't treat it as a job and it and it is the hardest job I've ever had and I worked before I started this I had two jobs full-time and part-time I worked 70 80 hours a week and this is still harder. Um, What else? Um, Post every day, yes. Um, Use social media to your advantage. You should probably have a free OnlyFans for people that just want to buy certain content and a paid OnlyFans for those who want to be more interactive with you. It's OnlyFans. It's not only porn. They don't sub your OnlyFans just to see, at least most of mine don't. Don't do it just to see you naked they're there they can get that anywhere they're there for the interaction with you they sub to you because they want to interact with you and having said that i answer my messages every day several times a day and i think that's the best way to go every day especially if this is your only if this is your only outlet if this is your only job if this is even if it's supplemental you should check your messages at least once a day i check mine in the morning when i as soon as i wake up in the afternoon and then before i go to bed sometimes more depends on what i got going on that day um <clears throat> i have a loyal fans for the video store sorry i've been sick <clears throat> i have a loyal fans for the video store which is something that OnlyFans doesn't give you, I also have a Fansly. Now, you can stay only on OnlyFans, but I believe that a backup is the smartest way to go. It it will offer different things, different sites offer different things, and if anything happens on one, you have another to go to. Uh, Some people do pay-per-view, some people do not. Uh, I did pay-per-view for a while, and then I wanted to stop, and when I stopped, I lost a third of my income, so now I do, there is the mailman, well, shit, he's got packages. Hold on one second, it's gonna get quiet. Anyway. Pay-per-view or not to pay-per-view? Um, pay-per-view is a third of my income. Tips are a third of my income and subscriptions are a third of my income. All matter, all are important. You can charge more and have no pay-per-view. Um, charge more, have none. Charge less, do pay per view. Um, I did stop pay per view. When I did stop, it I did lose a third of my income. So now I do maybe one a week. Some people do more. It's. It depends on your lifestyle. It depends on how much money you want to make. It depends on your your subscribers, because I've noticed that when I send out clips. Uh, or short vids, two, three, four minutes, I get tips anyway through DMs. So it's a personal preference. So I do pay-per-view once a week, and that's it. Sometimes not even that. Tips matter, and the majority of people that subscribe do not tip. I'd say it's about... don't, maybe even up to 95%, do not tip. They will pay your subscription price if you have one on a VIP page, and they will not tip. Um, And tips are important. They make or break some months on my account. This has been my full-time job since November of 2020. So for the last 2 years, I've been able to make enough to live off of what I make on OnlyFans. Is it easy? Fuck no. Is it worth it? Yes, because it gave me more time uh with people that needed me at that time. But it's also a drain. It's it's hard to explain. I love it and I hate it at the same time. There's there's no way around it. It's it's a blessing most days. So, if your subs don't tip uh, consistently, you can always um, try different spin-to-win games, which is super popular. Uh, I do them... Actually, I don't think I've done one in about three months, so it's about time. do one every few months. That'll bring in a significant chunk of money, generally. Um... Sorry, I am a little foggy still. Um, have a niche. H- know your market. Know what you're going to promote yourself as before you start. Um, I'm over 50 now. I'm 51. And um, when I started, I got a lot of the, the MILF uh, guys. Guys which I think the word has been kind of bastardized or the phrase has been kind of bastardized in the last few years. MILF is not baby mama. MILF is a woman of a certain age. Anyway, I don't even care anymore. (laughs) Just honestly, I'm now to the GILF stage. I could totally just pass it off as grandma, but my kid's not old enough yet. So, but like, do you have certain attributes you want to use to promote your page? Because, you know, if... If you have big boobs that's one if you have fat ass that's one if you have both excellent more power to you if you do a lot of role play if you do or cosplay if you do you know things like that everyone should have a category where they fit and can use that as their main promotion and then be able to branch out into other things I do a lot of customs like a lot of customs Uh, some are very fetish or kink specific and because of my age that gives me a lot of um, a lot of leeway there's a lot of um, how do I put this that like the older woman genre I guess so I get asked to do like mother-in-laws or sister-in-laws or things like that a lot and that's fine. Uh, make sure you don't undercharge for your stuff and don't overcharge for it either. I see people posting one or two minute videos for $25, $50 and to me that seems excessive. Uh, have a menu of your prices and your price lists and what you offer is always good and then they can go from there like I charge more for role play. I charge more for anal. I charge more for things that aren't that that are not pre-made. The longer the video, the more it's going to cost. Um, I do the girlfriend experience. That's something that I actually enjoy doing on a daily basis for a week or two weeks or a month, depending on. And you get to know the person, and I like to get to know my fans on a broader level than just oh you're here to see me naked I like to find out about their lives some people don't and that's fine too some people are more hands-off set your boundaries keep your boundaries in place and if people don't like those boundaries you can restrict them and you can block them I would suggest not blocking them because they're that takes money away from you but restricting them means that they can't contact you again can't upset you if they have can't cross whatever line it is that you have set up like I don't sext at all. I don't have the time for it. I don't have the patience for it. And it's not something that I like to do. So I don't do that. And I'm very nicely let people know it's in there. It's in my bio. This is what I don't do. This is what I do do. And here's my menu. And we can work from there. Um, a lot of girls I know sell items uh, and then ship them out. I will tell you one thing. It is actually against the law. To sell anything that's been worn, Um, I want to say it's like a $25,000 or $50,000 fine because it's considered biohazard. Having said that, um, that is something I can't say you should do, but you know, you would have to decide that on your own. Uh social media, you should have, in my opinion, and this is only my opinion, a free fa- a free page on OnlyFans, a paid page on OnlyFans. You should have a Reddit, which I don't um use to my advantage enough. You should have a Twitter, you should have an Instagram. I have two, one for family and one for everything that I do to promote. Um I know some people use TikTok, which I'm of a different generation. I do understand how to use it. I don't use it. I do like it, but I don't use it. Maybe someday I'll figure out how to use it. Uh, And now uh, Twitter is having kind of a bit of a fallout right now. It is... If you have a not suitable for work account on Twitter right now, I have about 60,000 followers on Twitter. Um, And because of what I post... In the last two, three weeks, interactions have dipped dramatically. Now, there are retweet groups on Twitter that I'm in with uh, women who have uh, also have OnlyFans or promote their spicy sites and things like that. And that will help you and have a backup as well. Because your account may get banned or suspended at any point. Even though... It's not illegal to or not against the terms of service to to post. I don't post explicit for myself. That's something that you would have to decide on. How much you post online and how much you leave to your paid sites. I do not post. I'll post boobs. I do not post anything else because why pay for it if I've already seen it? But some people do very well with that. They're usually the hot wives the swingers they do very well um posting explicit content on twitter um my it's kind of a nightmare right now in that area if it wasn't for the retweet groups i probably wouldn't be seen right now but i am taking a step back from only fans after this year and a step back from all of those sites so it doesn't bother me as much i'm just trying to keep um status quo at the moment what you want most is for the subs that you get on a vip page to resub so i'm actually really happy about the fact that right now about 75 percent of my subscribers right now are long term They've been with me, if not since I started, they keep coming back, even if they leave for a week or they take off a month or two, they come back. And why I think they come back is because I'm nice, because I talk to them, because we talk about movies and books and video games, which I love, and anime and life and what they're going through, and some people don't want to be that, and that's okay, it works for me. Um, I spend more time actually talking about other people and what they're going through than I do sex on my OnlyFans. Because like I said, it's OnlyFans. It's not only porn. So, but you know, run it as you see fit what you're comfortable with. Make sure those boundaries stay in place. I cannot emphasize that enough. Do not let people fuck with your boundaries that you have set up. Make them clear, make them distinct, and don't waver on them because that will help protect you mentally and emotionally and it will let them know, hey, I can't cross this line. Uh, You can pay for promotions Um, I have one that I use on Instagram a couple times to build my following over there, but uh, when I used uh, Splash's promo for my free page, and I want to say I gained about 200 subscribers over a course of a couple of weeks, so that was nice. I do know that most of the ones on the free page do not move to the paid sites very often unless you have something extraordinary to offer. You're running a sale. You're doing something exclusive to the VIP site. Or um, they generally just like to buy, pick and choose what they buy, and that's fine too. So find promos you trust. Use them. There's not a lot that aren't scams anymore. Um, And... That's all I can think of off the top of my head. So the most important things really are be prepared for your taxes and have a surplus of content just in case because you are going to get sick. Um, I'm not a believer. I know that there's a lot of bigger OnlyFans accounts that only work with other big OnlyFans accounts and I don't like that on my Twitter I do not promote on my VIP page that's promotion-free. I don't post anybody else on there because I've been asked by fans not to. That they're tired of spam, that they're tired of, of seeing that whenever they pay for someone's site. So I don't do that. I know that there are a lot that do, and that's whatever works for you. But on like Twitter and Instagram, I I post other girls to my stories I don't care if you have 500 followers I don't care if you have 10,000 followers I don't like that I can only help you if you are equal to me I help everyone anyone who goes in my twitter uh, dms and asks me to retweet them as long as they don't send me porn I absolutely retweet them because I have a big audience on twitter and why would I not share it And maybe and we share, they do it for me, I do it for them. And maybe their 500 followers have 100 people that I've never seen before, never seen me. And maybe my 1000 followers have have never seen them. It's it's the nice thing to do. This shouldn't be a cutthroat industry, this should be helping each other. We just may go about it differently. I don't put down other people on my sites. I don't put down other people on my pages. I don't get into drama and I'm nice to everyone. If I can't retweet something that I've been sent, I will ask them, hey, do you have something else or can I pull something from your media? Find retweet groups, especially they will make a huge difference in your exposure on different sites. And at some point, maybe I'll learn how to use TikTok and learn how to use Reddit to my advantage because I really don't get it. Um, anything else? No. Oh, and I will say if you set a price on a paid site, if you set your price, do not change it at a later date because if you change it at a later date, they will turn off all of your... Um, resubs. I don't know. I guess it was a problem when OnlyFans first started. People would have a five-dollar page and somewhere in the month change it to 10, 15, and these people weren't being notified that the price had been raised that much and people complained in mass numbers. So don't change your price. If you know what you, unless you're gonna lower it. If you lower it, I don't think it changes anything. But if you raise it. They do turn off your resub. Okay. I can't think of anything else. And (laughs) I still have work to do. So I hope that helps. Thank you again, Princess P, for sending
0: your audio this morning. If any of you ladies would like to also send in your audio to share your OnlyFans experience, your journey, tips and tricks, or things you wish you knew before becoming a content creator, please send in your audio to splashoftipspodcast at gmail.com. I will leave my email in the description bar of this podcast episode. I'll also leave Princess P's OnlyFans link in the description bar. And I will also leave my website link in the description bar for all my resources that help female content creators around the world. I love you ladies. I hope you enjoyed this episode and please share with your friends.